here and today we have a new episode in the Art of Davi podcast and today we'll talk about the because there are two ways to motivate yourself or there are two ways that um, motivate us to move and uh, it's it's a it's sort of a duality oh duality (laughs) it's a duality or a it kind of goes back and forth sometimes sometimes we're motivated by pleasure and sometimes we are motivated by pain. And now, now I do know there is a difference. I think we do have a tendency to lean more on the pain side. I think this is more of a, a scientific kind of understanding that there is this thing called the negativity bias where we just naturally have a, a bias towards negative motivations or information um, or stimulus. And the reason why it's, it's because it's for our survival. So whenever we see something that's bad, um, it could lead us to a to basically our deaths, right? So we're more accustomed to this, or we're, we're more sensitive to negative information. And uh, it's not always a good thing. Uh, maybe you shouldn't think of this as a good thing or a bad thing. You just have to understand that it's a natural thing to have a tendency, a bias towards negative information. Or stimulus. So sometimes we're motivated by pleasure. Um, maybe, for example, if you're trying to be, you know, this is, you know, I'm try- I am an artist. So um, sometimes it's nice to, you know, to make art and express yourself and such. And th- there is that internal motivation, but it's more uh, of, a, of an internal pleasure where you feel good about yourself because you've done something and you were able to express yourself and such. And uh, it, even if you see your own progress in your own artwork, and you actually see that development and you see the payoff because if you put in the work, if you put in the, the time and effort, I'm just seeing the progress you've made. It does help you feel good. And th- that feeling of pleasure, I think, is it's very motivating to have that as it's just motivating and it helps you move forward even more. Um, but there's also the, the external kind of pleasure where you, you, know, you get likes, you get compliments, you get um, support. Maybe even just like words of appreciation or people believing in you. That's nice to hear too. It could also be financial uh, motivation where you actually get compensated for your work. So people actually find monetary value. There are many ways, there, there, are, there are many ways to value things, but obviously money is, an, is uh, one of those things or ways to measure something. So the financial value of it. So that's also a, a good pleasurable motivation. Seeing yours, you know, whenever I see like a sale in my store, um, it, it just feels good. It's like an extra boost. But um, again, we have to consider that we do have a stronger lean towards um, negativity. So we do have a negativity bias. And I think um, we need to, or I need to be more accepting of that side of like we're more motivated i guess to avoid pain than achieve pleasure and we want to do both things we want to achieve pleasure and avoid pain but we do have again that bias towards avoiding the negative stuff so in this case it's going to have to be pain so i think that's the the even stronger uh, motivator because it's very tied to our carnal or perhaps primal instinct to survive so there's this really raw element to it 
the idea of avoiding pain. So I think we should utilize that instead of trying to avoid that concept. Because you'll see this a lot online where it's always this um, positive content, you know, believe in yourself, work hard, you know, achieve your <laughs> goals and shit. I mean, it's a lot of marketing bullshit and it's so unrealistic. I mean, yes, there's there's a side of your endeavor that is pleasurable, but it's not always going to feel that way. And it isn't the actual stronger motiv- motivator. You need to incorporate, you need to, well, you don't, you don't need to, but I think it's better to to not ignore this side and it's good to accept the fact that we are afraid of things and we want we do want to genuinely avoid pain and i think having that in mind can as your primary thing i mean it depends on your personality perhaps but i do think for me um i am slightly more motivated i do know by or with avoiding pain or i think there is something that's just more powerful to it and I feel like whenever I do things for pleasure, it feels good and I, I do like it, but it's not as strong. Like it almost feels, it's genuine, but it's very, it feels closer to surface level type of stuff, you know? So whenever, like I think for me, one of my motivators, I guess, or whenever I think about um, school, like back in the day when I when I was in middle school or high school, I remember feeling so, it wasn't all bad, but the general feeling I had of the environment, it almost felt like a prison. Like everything was just gray and there were just a bunch of fluorescent lights. And it was so dry. Like I was always stuck inside. Um, I would rather be inside, but in my own space, not in some kind of school. And I would always find a way to avoid like the main, I would always try to be in the corner of the room. I'm not in the back because in the back you have some, you have a lot of bullshit in the back, right? In the back seats. Usually in the side, preferably close to wind to a window, because I want to be able to see shit and just uh, avoid people or just the classroom, because it, it just felt like a prison, you know. And um, I'm I'm kind of in one right now, but it doesn't feel like that because I'm able to do what I want, and I think that's the the issue, the fear that I have, the thing that I'm trying to avoid is not being able to do what I want, not being able to express myself in the way that I want to. And I think having that in mind, for me anyway, I think that is, that's such a strong motivator instead of just, uh, I mean, yes, you know, making art, making this um, um, a business and such, it feels good. But I think the idea of not being able to make art and do art, because if I'm forced to do something else, that's not art. Um, obviously, if, it, if it's going to be a way of living, of making money it's it's going to take so much of my time and that time could have been used to make art so essentially what i'm doing is i'm continuing that feeling that i had back in school where it just felt like a prison and i don't want to ever have that feeling again um because even back in college i uh, we were required to do this internship i was in architectural school um years ago and I remember working in that internship and it was okay. It wasn't that bad, but I remember I had that moment where I just stopped working for a second and then I just had this third eye, not third eye, but this third person kind of view. And I I felt like I was in a prison again. Like I remember sitting in this chair, I had my laptop in front of me. Um, I was working on some, you know, working drawings for some building. And uh, I remember just kind of sitting back slightly and then looking up because there was this, 
small window on top. It wasn't like a big window, like uh, eye level. It was higher than your head. So, so it was closer to the, the ceiling. And it, it was more longitudinal, so horizontal, than in like, like a typical square. Um, so having a big fat, <laughs> having a big wall, concrete wall in front of you and seeing this small sliver of light from that window above that, like it, it literally looked like a prison, like a prison cell. And I was like, fuck. And not only that, because I would have been okay if I was, if I had like a big whack of synthetic and I was just drawing all day, sure. But I wasn't even doing the work that really, like it didn't mean anything to me. Like it, it felt like I was some kind of slave, you know? <laughs> and I was like, fuck this. Like if I have a choice to do something else, like why not do that choice? And, and if I can find a way to make money off of that, a uh, choice that actually is something that I enjoy. Like, why not go for that thing, right? So that feeling of being in a prison, that feeling of being withdrawn or kind of trapped in this lifestyle of having to do something you don't want to do, th- that doesn't really bring you joy. I think that fear of not being able to, in my case, you know, f- freely live my life, or not freely, but I want to be able to organize my life in my own way. You know, yes, I still have to work, but at least I, ha- I have some kind of control. I don't mind slaving away for myself. But if it's going to be for some corporation, for some type of work that's not really, you know, in line with my values and goals, and, and that takes me away from the work that I enjoy, and that's, you know, wor- working and making, you know, art stuff. <laughs> like, just living the life of an artist, like, that's, that's top game for me. Like, that, that's the thing that I really want to do. So the fear of not being able to do that, I think it's the, the greater motivator for me to be able to move forward. If I don't do the work now, I'll eventually have to do something that I don't want to do. And that's going to take me away from what I love doing, what, what I'm passionate about, what I'm curious and interested about. And it's, it, it's going to uh, conflict with my identity as an artist. Because if, if I don't work on art, make art, well, then I'll have this identity crisis and I'm going to become sad and, you know, depressed and shit. So, so yeah, I think the, the point is we need to incorporate and acknowledge this fear and use this to our advantage whenever we feel feel kind of down or kind of behind or just, we're just not feeling that energy. I think having that motivator of um, that pain, that painful motivator, thinking of your fear, in my case, the fear of not being able to live my life the way I want to, or just the fear of being able. Like I don't, re- I don't like spending time working on other people's projects. I think that's my greatest fear. <laughs> not bullshit. Not not my greatest fear, but it's a, it's a big like fuck. Like I, that pain of making something for someone else. Like fuck. I mean, eventually, you know, when you're trying to provide value, sure, but it, it's usually something that's not really within my lane. So I want to be able to do something, provide value, but it ought to be within my lane, you know, because it's going to be easier for me and it's also going to help me spiritually. So yeah, I think we should incorporate that fear of find what your fear is or find what's painful to you. And instead of motivating yourself via, oh shit, this, the work I'm doing is amazing or this is like the life I want to live. I mean, these are nice things, but Maybe balancing that or adding the the fear painful motivator that if I don't do this work now, I'm fucked. 
will essentially live in this prison lifestyle and you're, you're going to have to be a fucking cog in the machine and do you want this life? If I have the opportunity, if I have the means to be able to avoid that and work on something that actually means something to me, that I can actually spend my valuable time on, well then why not go for that? Do your best to avoid the pain of being a cog in a machine. Avoid the pain of being back in prison school, you know? (laughs) Avoid the pain of being a loser. Because who wants to be a fucking loser, right? So yes, creating good work, getting compliments, getting financial um, incentives. These are great things. But I think the fear of being, like spending my life doing something that I don't want to do. Um, because I failed to make money off of my art, because I failed to get skills or get good at my craft. I mean, that's fucked. <laughs> so essentially, so yeah. So hopefully, um, you consider this and add this to your um list of motivate mot- motivating things. You know, it it doesn't always have to be positive, and I think it's good to incorporate that negative that negativity bias in our um thinking. So hopefully, this episode helps you. I'll see you in the next one.